Um, here is Unolo Azimtenjane introducing our discussion for tonight. Hi, my name is um, Noloazi um, and I'm from Pretoria. I just want to share uh, my insights or my um, my thoughts on the topic at hand. Um, so I just want to refer to a Bible scripture um, that speaks about when a person becomes born again, the new, the old man is put away and the new man is born. So in essence, it means that whatever inherent or natural goodness is not enough. So when we speak about culture and we speak about how culture can contribute meaningfully to the type of, um, to your identity and meaning as a person, um, I immediately think about what is meaningful is meaningful that you um you know how to live with people is meaningful um knowing when to say please and thank you is meaningful um knowing how to respect your elders also culture is different for each person and it is not a general understanding what is good in my culture might not be good be good in another person's culture so in, to an extent where what is good in my culture might be offensive to a person in another culture the same gesture might be offensive to a person in another culture whereas in my culture it shows respect what i the reason why i'm saying this is because um or what i'm trying to highlight in saying this is that the Bible or Christianity offers us an opportunity to be born anew. So the, the, the lessons and the, the shaping of the person is as a result of their conviction as um, they are walking in Christ and with Christ. That is not dependent on anything but the changing of the person from internally so to answer the question can culture replace you know christianity is culture enough i would say no because in the same way as culture has a shortfall in terms of it cannot change me as a person it can however guide certain things that i do another point i'd like to um also just bring up across is culture teaches us what we need to do in order to gain favor with others and so it is not necessarily how you behave when you are around every single person in your life um it is not a, 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 it does not give you a compass for every situation in life for example women might be taught in culture to bow down and be meek in their um, nature that will not apply in a corporate environment for example so in although at the same time christianity will teach you the same print in principle but it is also other lessons in the bible that will teach you how to handle the whole myriad of examples but then not only that it's the holy spirit that you carry with you constantly that stays um you know showing you the way so i think meaningful for me would mean it is in inside of me it is 
it is a conviction that I live with and I feel that culture invests in the goodness of a person but not necessarily a goodness that comes from within that applies whether you are in with you in the midst of people that you share the same um, things with or not. As easy as the touch of a button. Thank the you. message of life on 657 AM. It is 657 AM and of course it is a Friday evening and that was Nolazim Tenjana just letting us know her perspective on what she thinks uh, how she thinks we should view culture and whether culture can add any value to the way that we shape our identity or the way that we define our identity. Um, now, of course, now we're heading into um, Charles and I's perspective. And as mentioned earlier, the fact that we are from very different backgrounds. And that's what makes the conversation all the more interesting, because then we get the opportunity to give our different views on the matter. Uh, wouldn't you say, Charles? Most definitely. Yeah, so that's what always, always makes it it's exciting. Now, before we get in, I just want to mention that uh, you can join the conversation on uh, using our WhatsApp line on 82 um, And you can use the very same number on our Telegram as well. And you can send us an SMS on 37871. Uh, we would definitely be minding that line. Um, and you can join the conversation. And we love hearing your thoughts on social media and remember also that if you have a difficult question that you keep asking yourself and you'd like to voice it out if you want to know why are people evil in the world why is this scripture in the bible why did god decide to do this or i'm finding it difficult to accept this within christianity um, we're not at liberty to discuss every single thing but we do try our best um, to tackle every single issue that is brought to us um, if you do send it to us us on our our counseling line or on our social media where you can search for us use using um uh just searching for imy movement and then dm or inbox us um or go on onto our counseling line on 064-530-6805 and then sending your hard ask just let just tell us that i have a difficult question or hashtag hard ask and then ask your question then we will definitely make sure that we take the time to either communicate with you directly or answer the question here depending on how sensitive it is so those are very we want to make sure that we um, um, keep it anonymous we want to respect you we want to make sure that we do not uh, take things that are personal to you and put your name out there and make you famous and you'll become the person who had a hard ask on that day and your neighborhood will call you hard ask hard ask so we really really don't want to do that to you uh, we want to make sure that this remains a safe space so for now uh, we're literally going to take a tad bit of a break uh, while Shal and I crack our knuckles for this wonderful conversation that we're having today and then we'll be back right after this. Still hanging out with the boys right here on I Am Live, the coolest show on the block. Um, and coming back to our question for the evening, Shal, what are your thoughts? Can culture still shape our identity in a positive light? I think it depends on which culture Mm-hmm. Um, cancel culture. Ah, that's which interesting. Is, which is dominant now, I don't think can shape your identity in a positive light. Because mm-hmm. uh, cancel culture to me reminds me of my three year old son mm-hmm. uh, who, who asked for 
for that raspberry cool drink. You know that red raspberry cool drink. Yes. Earlier on today, he asked for that, but I know when I give him a glass of that after five in the afternoon, he's not going to sleep tonight. Mm. Uh, and he immediately went into a tantrum. <laughs> oh I sometimes wow! See cancel. You see, I see cancel culture like that. Mm. Uh, whereas, whereas, very interesting, my own personal culture, which is the Afrikaans community, white Afrikaans community, mm-hmm. uh, we were formed from the French people, French Huguenots, as well as from the Dutch people that came from, uh, firstly, France, and then from, from the Dutch people from the Netherlands that came to South Africa. Mm-hmm. And part of our Afrikaans culture and heritage is Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to a certain degree that we, Afrikaans people has always been Christian. Yeah. You understand what I mean? They, mm-hmm. they, were, they were no, it's not like the Saxons or like the, um, mm-hmm. uh, what's the, the old name for the British, the, the Gauls. It's not like that. There's no Gaulish thing in the, in the Afrikaans community. So I believe to a certain degree that certain of the Afrikaans' good cultures or good elements in the culture is can shed your identity or help you build the identity in a positive light. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. the problem within the Afrikaans community specifically is the fact that Afrikaans, for a lot of people, Afrikaans and Christianity are synonyms which they are not. You're not oh. a Christian because you're Afrikaans. You're a Christian because you 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 are born again. Mm. Uh, mm. So that that's one of the difficulties that I believe we currently have within my culture, which is the the only culture I feel I can speak on. Mm. Yeah, no, I completely get you. I completely get you. I really love uh, the way that you began your 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 point, hey, uh, because it really reminds us of the fact that there are cultures that exist outside of our ethnic cultures, the ones that we identify with, right? So especially here in South Africa, there are so many different cultures um, and not to mention the fact that even those cultures have intermingled and created their own subcultures. Um, so you get people who are Kosa, people who are Ndebele, people who are Swati, Sutu, Venda, um, you know, Chonga. Like it, it just, there's literally a whole buffet of cultures within South Africa. But we're not as bad as some um, countries within Africa. I know that. Congo has a whole lot of different subcultures. Um, like they are a lot. Um, and, and you really need to know like the history of the country for you to understand uh, what culture a person is from and what's their actual true context. Um, so that's, it's, it's important for us to respect the diversity that we come from. Um, and I really love the fact that you began there, Shal, just also notifying us and highlighting the fact that there is such a thing called pop culture, which not a lot of people are aware of. Uh, Pop culture is basically short for popular culture, the culture that all of us are currently being influenced by, at times not even knowing that we are. Um, So pop culture is the culture that we adopt from our uh, social media. We adopt it from YouTube. We adopt it from Hollywood a lot. Hollywood is the biggest um, distributor of pop modern pop culture right so pop culture tends to it exists outside of your culture that you you come from and it can tend to teach values and norms that contradict 
not only the word of God, but also your culture, even though your culture generally carries good values, right? Uh, pop culture mm. does not have that mindset because it doesn't belong to a people. Uh, pop culture is sort of like it's an experiment. Um, no people own it. It's lit- it, Basically, if we're being honest, right, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, Charles, pop culture is manufactured by corporates, they own yes. it, right? Um, they're mm-hmm. the ones who decide what is the modern pop culture. Um, and this refers to, the, I mean, I, I know one of the reasons that um, I was never comfortable with watching sitcoms, and I'm not at all judging anyone who does. I, I, there are sitcoms that I do watch uh, that are pretty well written as well, so I'm not judging anyone who does. Uh, but something that you noticed a lot in Hollywood, not even right now, like from way back, the fact that having sex before marriage just became they it made it such a norm like you found Mm. characters in some of our most favorite sitcoms um talking about how they were with this girl yesterday and they're going to be with that girl tomorrow that's what we're referring to when we're talking about pop culture and Mm. we're not trying to and and i don't know shala i think i'd I'd like to hear your to your take on this as well uh because i feel like you and i would agree in saying that we're not saying necessarily we, we remove yourself from all of those things uh but it it even though it is important to reduce your exposure to those things uh but it is it is very very important for us to um question what influence these things have on us right very 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 true what you just said given um, mm. when you're talking now i'm thinking of john 14 uh, I hope it's John 14, where Jesus is praying for us. And he actually prays to God and says, uh, I pray to you, Father, that you will not remove them from this world. Mm. Um, and, and I think there's a, there's something very very important for us to grasp in that. Because we we as Christians sometimes live in this this piety movement. We, we totally remove ourselves from pop culture. Uh, mm. We totally remove ourselves from basically anything that's not church, not... Uh, anything secular and then we've become so out of touch with the world that it's impossible for us to to address certain issues uh, which i believe is issues that the church should be on the forefront of yeah Uh, social justice is something that the church should be leading Um, whereas pop culture is actually something that i believe is currently making massive stuff with social culture uh, social justice which was not the case 10 years ago Mm. um you understand what I mean? Definitely, I, I agree definitely with, do. With everything that's happening, but but millennials and hipsters and and Gen Zs have this way of of advocating for certain things, and it, it, they make it mainstream. They make it pop culture. I'm thinking of that that uh, Greta chick. What what's what's her? I can't remember her surname. But you remember that Earth lady? Mm. Earth lady. It sounds so weird. Greta Hawthorne. Greta. <laughs> I don't she think I do. No, Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg. Oh she yeah. She was a Swedish thirteen-year-old that sailed somewhere uh, and made this statement about the Earth, and then she was very famous for a while, and she actually still is quite famous. Um, but she was this young girl that that just stood up and said that we should protect the Earth and we should recycle this and do that and what what what. And I and I think that by means of using certain elements in social media and Netflix and the likes, we actually have the opportunity to decide now that pop culture can be dictated by individuals rather than corporates 
Oh, I see. I see what you mean. We, I, I think we're heading in that way. Mm, uh, mm. Oh, that is a very, very good point, hey? A uh, very, very good point. So uh, this is the very, very big question. And I really, I really love where this conversation is going. I didn't think it was going to be this good, to be quite honest with you. Um, so for now, right, um, we have, because we have the space on the show, we have the freedom to take a little bit of a tea break right here. Um, and by tea break, I don't mean like hours now. <laughs> We're literally taking a bit of a breather, listening to an ad um, and maybe perhaps possibly a tad bit of music and then we're coming back again because honestly speaking, Shal, I'm loving this conversation like you would not believe. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, let's definitely take that breather. Uh, do not go anywhere. And this is also just to give you an opportunity that if you have a question about this uh, topic that we're discussing right now, hit us up on our WhatsApp line. Let us know if you think, what are your thoughts on pop culture? Do you understand what it is or do you need something elaborated for you? Um, And also, how do you think your culture is able to shape your identity in a positive light? The number is 0826572729 if you want to use the WhatsApp or Telegram line. Or you can SMS us on 37871. The old analog television signal will soon be switched off in this province. This means more enhanced viewing on digital TV channels are ready for your viewing. Households with an income of 3,200 or less per month can get a free Go Digital Decoder from the nearest post office. If you don't qualify, visit your nearest retailer for a commercial satellite decoder or a hashtag Go Digital TV set. Chincha Ungasali. Call 0860-736-832 for more information or WhatsApp 072-198-8368. This message is brought to you by the Department of Communications and Digital Technologies. Get in touch with the truth, the light and the life. 657 AM. The conversation continues. You're tuned in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM. We are discussing culture and whether um, your culture, is it able to mold your identity? Is it able to shape your identity in a positive light? And we started it off with some very interesting points, talking about what a, defining what pop culture is and how to distinguish it from um, our indigenous cultures that we actually come from um, and that we identify with and also looking into some of the cultures within South Africa. Um, And we've also looked into the fact that um, it is important to understand that there are some people who come from very different cultural contexts than you. So it's important that you do not make, you, you do not assume that your culture is the best or that the way that you did things, things are done in your culture is the way that things should be done in every culture. Um, and I think Charles also brought out a very interesting um, uh, conversation, right, or discussion, the fact that there are some cultures that actually identify with their faith or their belief. It becomes one in the same to such an extent that whenever you're born into that culture, you adopt the religion that exists within that culture, um, as he was speaking about the Afrikaans culture. And I think, Charles, um, one good example is actually, I think Islam is the same, uh, or being Muslim, or and also being, um, um, and, and I'm not saying this uh, in, in, a, in a negative way per se. I'm just pointing out the fact that these 
these um, religions and cultures are usually one in the same. Um, you also find it with the Israelites as well. Uh, the fact that whenever you're Israelite, it is it is just part of your religion, your culture and religion become very difficult to distinguish. Um, and if I'm uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Charles, and I think the the thing that you were um, warning against is the fact that if when your culture becomes intertwined with your religion, you you can make the mistake of assuming that when you're practicing your culture, you're actually practicing your religion um, and you might not be doing so like for example uh, we see it a lot in 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 the bible right where the israelites by virtue of being israelite assumed that jesus would come and save them um, right mm-hmm. we see it a lot in scripture that pride of being israelite of being descendants of abraham and and the the thing is they assumed that because they are part of this culture because they practice the things that are done within the israel the 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 hebrew culture then they are they should be fine however they forgot the fact that that's not what God has culture is not what God has set as a standard of building a relationship with him. Um, am I correct on that, Shal? You're 100% correct on that. And mm. I think that is why when Jesus came, they also did not recognize him because they were waiting for this political savior to, to help them win the battles that they are they they were striving with or, or struggling with rather. Mm. And they thought that he would only save uh, the the Israelite people, very interesting. You know, you know what happened to the Jewish people as a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. Every morning they would wake up and they would have this prayer that they would say within the New Testament times. Uh, they the first thing they would do well, before they get out of bed is they would say, "Thank God, I'm not a woman. Oh wow, I'm not a Gentile, and I'm not a slave." Sure. Um, yeah, and, and I don't think it's like that anymore, but I know mm. the biblical scholars or the commentators would tell you that that's exactly, that was their, their understanding, their culture. Mm. Now, can you mm. imagine if that's the way that you were molded, that you still pray that today and you pray it out loud so that other people can, can hear you? My goodness, that is very interesting. And I think it just reminds us of the fact that we, 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 should, we should be very careful of um, lifting our culture and equating it to God's law. Um, our culture yes. is our cultures are not God's law. They're man-made. They morph. They change, um, and people sometimes will really persecute you for not adhering to culture. But uh, we have to also acknowledge, and I think, Charles, you definitely already already did this. Uh, you already put this the the cherry on on the cake, right? Uh, when you mentioned earlier the fact that there are things that you've learned from your Afrikaans culture, uh, valuable things that you that you have been taught within your culture that you can now say as a grown man looking back that I appreciate having learned those things. Um, It is important that for us to learn that whether we like it or not, human beings will always form culture because culture is the way that we coexist with one another. Um, and is it, even if you were to remove every culture that exists on earth today, those will be, there will just be new cultures that evolve because they, we have to, as human beings, find a common language. And usually that common language, it becomes our set of values, norms, and then they, they become part of our culture, right? Uh, we have to make those decisions on how we treat one another. However, 
in our form in the formulation of our culture i think good culture is culture that consults with scripture culture that consults with the Holy Spirit and then becomes formed. Uh, but unfortunately, most of our cultures never had the privilege of doing that. Um, so we need to then now become mature enough to look, in, look at our cultures and be able to discern what can I keep and what do I need to leave mm-hmm. behind? Uh, because some things, quite honestly speaking, are not godly um, and also just not inherently moral. I think we can all just sit down and say, you know what, this is just not moral. Uh, But, oh my goodness, I really wish we could continue this conversation next week. It's a conversation I just don't want to end. But all in all, um, I think both Charles and I can agree that we're not trying to say we know it all and we figured it all out. Um, everything is by discernment. Everything is by the by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we're not trying to, you know, lift our shoulders and say that our cultures are above any other. Personally, I believe that just all culture has flaws. Um, and it's important yes. to just allow the Holy Spirit to help you discern what is worth keeping, um, what is worth continuing with, you know. Uh, but anyways, Charles, I hope you're ready to send us into our devotion for the night before we say our absolute sayonara. First Corinthians uh, chapter 9 from verse 20, and I just think this fits perfectly with what you just said. To the Jews I became as a Jew in order to win Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside the law, not being outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. And I think this is just the perfect ending to this discussion, that Paul, what he's actually writing here is saying that my culture is not above the culture of someone else. Christ is above all, and I need to adopt to their culture sometimes in order to win them over for Christ. And I think that is what we should bear in mind at all times when we are discussing culture.